0: Ready, set, stimulate. Let's get the small talk. Thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 162 of Let's Get the Small Talk. I am so excited to be here. I am excited for this conversation. I am ready to dive deep. Today's episode is going to be a very interesting episode because we'll be diving into the conundrum of control. Like, do we really have it or do we not? Do you think you have control over your life? Do you have control over the job you want? Do you have control over the health you want? Do you have control over the financial freedom that you want? Do you? Do you really? Mm. It's an interesting question. It's an interesting question, and I'm ready to talk about it today. If you guys are, do we really have control of anything? Hmm. You know, this episode was actually inspired by this book I'm currently reading, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do by Amy Morin. I recommended this book to you guys in the past. I don't know if you remember it or not. But I have the chance of diving deep into it and reading it, and it's great so far. So if you haven't picked it up yet, please do. But here's this one thing that really stuck out to me, and it made me want to just come share this piece with you guys. And uh, literally have a take on this thing called control. So first thing I want to do here is break down the two different types of control, right? Number one. Number one. People with the external locus of control believe that their lives depend highly on fate, luck, or destiny. Anybody out there feel like that? Anybody believe whatever's meant to be, will be? If you believe that you feel like that, then you have an external locus of control. Now, for anybody who feels hmm, maybe the opposite, People with an internal locus of control believe they have complete control over their future. Yeah, this is me, guys. (laughs) Anybody else internal? They take full responsibility for their successes and failures in life. They believe they have the ability to control everything from their financial future to their health. Well, that's me. I'm definitely internal. So what are you? Are you external? Whatever meant to be will be. Are you internal? Hey, I have control over this. If I do this, then this will work out for me. Where are you? That's the first thing I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk about right there. It's important that we identify where we lie. Now, of course, hey, as you know, we're beautiful, complex beings. Everything isn't black and white. Normally, there's a lot of gray area there. If sometimes you feel like, hmm. You believe in fate and destiny, and then sometimes you feel like, no, if I put this work in, I will get this. Then, hey, we all probably share a little bit of each, okay? It's like horoscopes. <laughs> Somewhere down the line, we relate to something in every sign. But listen, where do you think you fall majority of the time? Internal, external? Hmm? Internal or external. Now, here's a few factors of how you became internal or external. Number one, your locus of control depends a lot on your childhood experiences. Mm, 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 mm. The older I get, the more I realize your childhood literally sets the tone for the rest of your life. And so Many ways, so many ways. That's an episode right there. We're going to talk about that. We're going to come back to that and we're going to dive deep into that because your childhood shapes your adulthood and there's literally no way around it. But let's get back here to control. Once again, we are talking about, do you really have control over anything? Hmm. Do you really have control? Once again, one of the influences that actually dictates your outlook of control, once again, if it's internal or external, is your childhood experiences, right? If you grew up with a family where hard work was valued, you may lean toward being internal. And that's that's the reason why I'm internal. My dad really preached, if you don't work, son, you don't eat. So, hey, there it is. There's some merit to what Amy is saying here. Now, however, if you grow up with parents who drilled into you things such as your vote doesn't matter in this world, no matter what you do, the world will always keep you down. You may have developed an external locus of control. All right. Now, that's just the first factor, your childhood experiences. Number two, your experiences throughout life can influence your locus of control. If you achieve success when you try hard, you see that you have a lot of control over the outcome. But if you feel like no matter what you do, no matter what, things just don't turn out right, you may begin to feel like you have less control. Hmm. Now, here's the kicker, guys. I want to give you a little bonus here. An internal locus of control has often been idealized as the best. That's quote unquote, right? As the best way to be. Ideas such as you can do anything if you just put your mind to it. They've been valued for um, eons. <laughs> believe it or not, people with a high sense of control often make great CEOs because they believe in their ability to make a difference doctors like having patients with a strong internal locus of control because they do everything possible to treat and prevent illness but like everything else in life there's balance there are some potential downsides to believing you can control everything anybody want to hear those downsides Anybody, anybody, listen, guys, first off, I'm just, I'm going to say this out, right? Thinking that you have control of everything very well may lead to a great deal of stress. If you are somebody that is battling stress and trying to get a handle on it, because stress, oh, man, this is. We, we could sit here all day and talk about stress. You know, stress can kill you. You know that, right? I'm not being facetious. I'm being honest right now. Stress can affect your nervous system. Stress can affect your blood pressure. Stress can affect your heart rate. Stress can affect so many different things. Stress, you can your hair can fall out. Stress makes you not want to have sex. Stress is, oh my, stress is a killer. Stress is a killer. If we're here to be honest today, we have to admit that. If you think you can control everything around you, that might lead to a great deal of stress. But here's a few other things it might lead to. Attempting to control everything can lead to wasting time and energy. Just being honest. All right. Listen, you can't be everywhere at once. You have to delegate. You have to trust. It's important, guys. Especially if you're a part of a team or if you have a family, whatever it may be. Trying to dictate everything is is unhealthy for you and for everyone around you. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. And you want to know what it leads to? Damaging relationships. Damaging relationships. I'm going to take it there. Even your child doesn't like being treated like a child. Mm. So imagine the people you work with. Imagine treating fellow adults who's the same age as you, younger than you or older than you. Imagine how they feel being treated like a child or micromanaged. How many times a day do your child tell you, Daddy, I'm seven now. Daddy, I'm 10 now. I can do that on my own. I don't need any help. You don't have to tell me. I already know. Your child doesn't like being treated like a child. So by you treating adults as such. Damages relationships. Nobody wants to be around a micromanager. Nobody wants anybody over their back. Nobody wants that, guys. Listen, I want to read a couple of things here to you. Because after I read this, this is what actually blew my mind. It was baffling. And it inspired me to do this episode in the first place. It it was a true, true, true epiphany after reading this. And that's why I want to share it with you. You can host a good party. But you can't control whether people have fun. You can give your child tools to be successful, but you can't make your child be a good student. You can do your best at your job, but you can't force your boss to recognize your work. You can sell a great product, but you can't dictate who buys it. You may be the smartest person in the room, but you can't control whether people choose to follow your advice. You can nag, beg, and make threats, but you can't force your spouse to behave differently. You can have the most positive attitude in the world, but it can't make a terminal diagnosis disappear. You can control how much you take care of yourself, but you can't always prevent illness. You can control what you're doing, but you can't control your competitor. Mm. That was eye-opening to me because it actually showed me how little control we have after all. It literally illustrated to me, it painted a clear picture in my head that you can only Control what you do. Hmm. And that's what leads to my point here. You want to know what you really have control over at the end of the day? At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the only thing you absolutely have control over in this life, throughout your lifetime, is living every day to the fullest. That's it. You cannot control what happens to you. You can only control how you react to what has already happened. Mm. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, something for you to do. because You deserve to treat yourself. So grab a fork. It's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch is this brand new movie on Netflix titled Home Team. This movie is starring Kevin James. Love Kevin James. I remember watching Kevin James ever since I was uh, little on Kings and Queens. Not understanding what was going on, but that was the only thing on regular TV at that time. Like in the afternoon around 6 o'clock, I believe. But Kevin James, as you know, he's done many different movies and sitcoms, and now he's in this brand new movie on Netflix, Home Team, portraying head coach Sean Payton. And it's about what Sean Payton went through back when he got suspended from the league for an entire year. He could not coach the New Orleans Saints because of Bountygate. You guys check it out. It's a really, really good movie. I don't want to spoil it and tell you what he did while he was away from the team. So tune in. Once again, that is Home Team on Netflix. Now for something to read. What I recommend that you read is another book by Amy Morin. It is actually titled 13 Things Mentally Strong Parents Don't Do. Raising self-assured children and training their brains for a life of happiness meaning and success i really really like the current book 13 things mentally strong people don't do and i am very interested in this one 13 things mentally strong parents don't do all right now for something to do what i recommend that you do ladies and gentlemen is hold on tight to your steering wheel because that is all you have control of when you're on the highway You do not control the car in front of you, the car beside you, the car on the other side, or the car behind you. All you control is your steering wheel, your gas pedal, and your brake pedal. Stop. Go. Hold on tight. Hold on tight to your steering wheel. And once you accept the fact that you can't control anything else outside of that, Well, that's life. Hopefully that brings down a little bit of stress. Hopefully that helps you develop a mindset of understanding that, hmm, in the grand scheme of things, we actually have very little control over anything. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to somebody in your phone or spread it by word of mouth. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Nobody gets to live life backward. Look ahead. That is where your future lies. Thank you.